As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by the one and only Skitty McGitty. What's up, dude? I figured you'd have some sort of like Christmas name for me. I don't know if you're waiting for it for the I'm next one. I'm waiting for it. Why don't you just uh, why don't you just do your thing and uh, leave me alone? But that I can't. I'm always I'm always waiting for a new nickname. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. I haven't had a good one in a while. Skitty McGitty, I actually liked. Yeah, the only good ones you've gotten were like suggestions from other people. That's not fair, and it's just not true. I think it's pretty fair. That's, that's, I think it's pretty true. I think that you need to continue and move on. Uh, you know what? Maybe I do. Maybe I just need to move on. Just get away for a little while. Head down to Miami. Oh, you want to go check out some gators? Oh my god, I, that that scene was ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, most scenes are ridiculous when it happens to be an animal around people while they're eating food. We see that all the time, or like the chickens uh, on Potomac. Anytime there's an animal in like the vicinity of the women on the housewives, there's always some sort of issue. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It took yeah. me a second there. It's okay, but uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of my favorites right now. Bam, bam, bam. We're back in Miami. It's the worldwide. It's the 305. Mr. Pitbull. <laughs> I still haven't figured out how to put sound clips on the soundboard. But one day, man. One day. We're going to hit that. day. And it's going to be hard. Mr. Pitbull. I'm going to have to get that one in there, too. But uh, It's not a thing. He doesn't say that. I know. I'm going to have to figure out how You're to. You're going to say it? No. AI, dude. I don't know how AI works, but yeah, AI. I think you just get one of the ones that actually works, like Mr. Three Hundred Five or Mr. Worldwide. He says there's enough. I'm gonna get those two. Can we get DJ Khaled in there? Another one. How was that? That was actually pretty good. Another yeah. one. Yeah, your impressions are getting better now that somebody pointed it out. My impressions have always been. Yeah, but good. now you're gonna be like hyper focused on it. So I will I be much better. more focused yeah. on the. Mess. I know how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can blame Life of Ray for that one, but uh, let's jump right into this episode because it was irritating. And um, it was a good episode. It's just... The, I don't think it was that good. The highlighting Lisa stuff is irritating to watch. And it starts out right away. We're still at the croquet club. We at least get to learn how to play croquet or watch them learn how to play croquet. And the best part is how many F-bombs they're dropping. And goddamn, after a good shot. Like, there's some funny things happening here. We got nipples falling out. Like, yep. there's a lot going on. At a place where none of this has probably happened before. Yeah, no, this is one of like the trademark things that always makes me smile about housewife shows. Or even when you go back to like Crappy Lake over the summer, the way that they were acting around the people that are just there all the time. Yeah. It's always funny. It always hits different. It's sort of like when we get those dinner scenes and there's public reactions and the camera kind of goes around. Or that guy when they're talking about sex and they zoom in on that guy's face and he's like bricked up as hell over there oh, and the his old wife gets dude up. yeah yeah oh those yeah are that the one. best those are the absolute best this is like that on steroids this is great because the guy is the head of the croquet association like the president of all of croquet apparently apparently they have that and this is the premier place in all of the world to go play croquet grass looked green the grass looked phenomenal i will say that but 
that's a golf thing right there. You gotta appreciate the yeah, grass. Bermuda. Yeah, that's some some clean cut Bermuda there. Oof. Bravo. You ever do that? You ever see like a like some good grass and you just wonder what it's like to hit an iron out of there or something? Oh yeah. Well, uh, when I played uh, our spring training complex in Florida, the big league spring yeah. training, it was always so well kept and like we would we would take our take divots out. Yeah. Well, there's like a practice field, so you could like take. Well, there's a turf next to it, mm-hmm. but then we would go out. There's one spot where you could do chipping, but they put oh, it there for that. That's nice. I know it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I you, pretty hey, cool. I used to be pretty cool. Yep. Now you back in the day. Let me tell you. But uh, Are you Nicole's dad. No. Hey. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yep. But we're talking about a lot of the Lisa shit, and that's what takes center stage this episode. And they're talking about the ten thousand dollars on Instacart, the listing device in the car, why she's still driving Lenny's car, and something comes up that I didn't even think about. But why would you leave the house that one night after all that shit that went down, and you had to call the police, and Lenny was there, your mother-in-law grabbed one of the kids? Like, I didn't even think about that. Maybe it didn't happen. Oh, I don't think it happened. That's where you think? Yeah, that's where I landed after all of this. I do not think it happened. I think that something happened. I don't think that all of that happened. I don't think the cops were called. I think that she just up and left. I think that uh, her, I think no, her and Lenny I, had an I, argument. I, You know what probably happened? I think I saw in the FaceTime, I think I saw red and blue lights in the background. Genuinely. I'm not lying. I could be mistaken. Maybe. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Maybe she all had LED saying, lights and she was just flickering. Them. That would be next level. That's <laughs> like just trying to get sympathy out of my friends for this. No, I, I feel like something probably happened. I think they got into an argument. I think the kids maybe already were asleep. One of those deals. And, and she brought you, the kids, brought into, the kids it. into it to make it a little That's more fucked. sympathetic. Hey, rule number one. Don't bring the kids into it. Leave the kids out it, of it. It makes sense because even just based off of how she reacts to it and the way that she was answering it, it just it's, things were not adding up for me. Interesting. A little overblown. I like that, actually. Well, we get a quick little chit-chat between Marisol and Alexia, and I guess this is Alexia's year to to call it out. She's not afraid to tell Marisol how she's feeling, and it's refreshing because Marisol needs this. And mm-hmm. Marisol is upset because of the fact that Julia was asking questions about her ex and all these things. And Alexia seems to think it's not that big of a deal. I actually disagree. I actually disagree too. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I think it's weird. It's very weird, and it does garner a conversation from Marisol to Julia to figure out what's going on there. Like, that's a personal relationship, you know? It's weird if she is sitting there with your ex and hearing all these things. And Alexia, I see what she's doing, actually, and I appreciate the fact that she's trying to just smooth it over. Like, hey, it's not that big a deal. Right. At the end of the day, she has your best interest at art. Like, she brought it up to you. Like, I don't think that she was trying to dig for dirt. I think that he was talking, and she happened to be there. Which right. is never what I thought she would say. No, honestly. like, oh, she was there trying to talk shit. She's trying to learn, like, about you so she can bring you down. I think if she was talking shit with this guy, she would have then gone and told Adriana. Julia doesn't that's talk what, shit. No, she doesn't. And I feel like if that was her motive and she wanted to dig a little bit on Marisol because of the Adriana-Marisol issue, then she would have immediately gone and we would have seen scenes where her and Adriana are sitting down and they're talking about this discussion that they had at dinner with Marisol's ex. And this is what I found out about Marisol. Maybe you can use this in the future. She came to Marisol. She told everybody. Everybody now knows about this. It's Julia. She's not sitting down and talking shit. She's probably laughing at the things that he's saying. I would, you know, I wouldn't go any further than that. I think it's weird. I think you agree. It is a weird situation to do that. 
I would ask the question of, you know, how long were you guys together? Is this because it's, it's not an ex-husband. It's just an ex-boyfriend, right? Yeah, but I think it was a pretty serious. Pretty, OK, yeah, well, who knows? If Marisol, like she said later, she got married after a couple of weeks and a couple of months and a couple of more months after that for three different guys. So who knows when it comes to Marisol's relationships? I think there's an issue here. It's, it's really just that it's Julia. Yeah. If it was anybody else, she wouldn't really give a shit. But it's the proximity to Adriana. And we already saw the issue last year where Adriana had hooked up with Marisol's ex before. Mm-hmm. And this was a different guy. And then she kind of threw it into her face. I think that could be a little bit of PTSD from that situation. I don't think it's a huge issue. I do appreciate that Alexia is sitting down and standing up because this is two episodes in a row. Yep. We're seeing Alexia and Marisol not agreeing with each other. And, and it's they the same are, day it's, in each episode. Oh, it was a lunch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the same. At the but, sports bar that Larsa hated? That was the... Was that dinner the night that before? was dinner, I guess, the night before. So it's yeah. the following day. Following day. Okay. But same, same trip. trip. Same trip following day. However, it's still nice to see. Two different discussions. They're kind of at odds with each other. I get it. I, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy that Alexi is just trying to smooth things over because it saves us. We it don't does. need to deal with this dumb shit. Yeah, this isn't I a good one. I don't care. There's enough here. Miami's a really good show. There's enough going on with Lisa and Lenny. There's enough going on with Larsa, with Gertie, with all these other things going on. I don't need to be bogged down by this dumb shit. No, I, I appreciate her trying to smooth it over. And the group pretty much comes to the same assessment, if you will, and says that somebody needs to tell Lisa about all these things, that she needs to be able to stand alone, get away from relying on a man, getting away from relying on Jody, allowing that relationship to to blossom in a different way rather than put all your shit on him. And I guess Julia is going to be the one to lead the charge. And we do get a quick check-in with Julia and Alexia, and Julia finally gets to ask her about the comment she made about asking for permission from Todd to stay in the room. And we talked to Matt Rogers about this, and his take on it was simply that he doesn't think that Alexia wants to room with Julia simply because they haven't been friends. Yeah. They are a new friendship, and I, that stance I actually understood. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, if I was bridging a gap between yeah. somebody and we were becoming friends, yeah. it's, a, it's a big leap to then jump into like, oh, let's stay together on a trip. The way that she took it, I'm not faulting her for. I could see where she would have thought, oh, is this because I'm a lesbian? Yeah, bringing in Todd and saying that you need to ask his permission, that's when it gets weird. And she shouldn't have said that. No, she definitely shouldn't have said that. And I fully agree with you. I I agree with what Matt said last week. It just seems like a, all right, yeah, like, you know, we're trying to become friends now. I'm not staying with you on a trip right away. This has been, this is a very new friendship. We were at odds for a little while because of Adriana once again, but... Yeah, no, I'm not rooming with you. Leave it at that. Yeah. Just just leave it at that. You know, this is going well. I am weird to stay with on a trip. Like, take some self-deprecation in there and or, say that you know, you're kind of messy. Marisol's my bestie. Like, we were Yeah, I'm going to stay either. with Marisol. Like, whatever. It, it, it wouldn't have gone to this point if you didn't bring in that weird comment, which I still don't understand where it came from. But I don't think that... I don't know. I don't, I don't think that she was trying to say it's because she's a lesbian. Right. And I don't want to speculate on I that. I don't want to speculate on that either. You're correct. That's a good point. I do think it's weird that your response is, I wish we were all lesbians. I don't think that was the best thing to say, but I think she was just so uncomfortable. And Julia recognized that too. And to Julia's credit, she's like, I'm just going to let it lie. Like I'm going to move on from this and keep pursuing this friendship because they do seem to be getting along really well. Normal reaction. Normal reaction from a normal person. Who would have thunk? But everyone loses their fucking minds. Because somebody jumps away from the table and screams, alligator! Adriana did it. Everybody is looking under the table. 
They're looking around the yard. They're trying to find this alligator. I'm concerned the alligator's under the table. I thought he was under the table, too. Where's the alligator? I don't know. In the fucking water. Maybe. And then she says, we're from Florida. We are very cautious about... No, you're not. I lived in Florida for five fucking years. Alligators are everywhere. Yep. And you don't do anything when you see them. You just don't fuck with them, and they sit there. They literally don't care about you. They're not going to attack you. They're not going to chase you. They just lay in the sun on a golf course next to the road. You can get up to a pretty good top speed, though. It's not a thing. Again, with a big public service announcement out there, if you're running from an alligator, do not do the zigzag thing. That is not real, and that'll get you eaten. Run. Just run away. You'll get away. I think they're faster than we are. They're not. I promise you, if you book it away from an alligator straight away, it's not chasing you. If you zigzag like a moron and slow down your pace, that's when they'll catch you. I that please don't zigzag from zigzag alligator. when like arrows are being shot at you. Shout out Rick on Stark. Yeah, there you, you go. Dumbass. Yeah, zigzag then, or if you're an apocalypto, zigzag. Oh yeah, then. there you go. Yeah, that yeah. Works. don't zigzag from an alligator. Okay, doesn't work. That's not a real thing. I want to race a gator now so bad. <laughs> please don't do that either. Why? We'll put a thing, wall between us. The biggest thing to take away from this: don't mess with alligators. But people in Florida don't run every time they see an alligator or people would just be in constant motion in Florida because they're Point. fucking everywhere. I do like the comment that was a byproduct from this when Alexia came back to the table saying, maybe stop taking the ketamine. Yeah, maybe the ketamine. <laughs> but then other people made good points. Like, I don't know. She's actually pretty fun to be around. Yeah, she ketamine. seems a little happier right she's now. a little lighter and that's kind of nice. Throwing pages at me now? What's no, going on here? The journals are falling apart, man. These are old. They're, just, they're too old. But uh, this is when the Lisa convo kind of comes to a head, and where Julia clumsily, very, very clumsily starts discussing it. And instead of taking a friendly approach in, hey, we're worried because of this, and we just wanted to make sure that night when you came over after all that stuff happened, like, oh, we were just like, you didn't have to do that. Like, we were, maybe you stay home with the kids. We just want to make sure everything's okay. Instead, she questions her parenting. She questions what happened that evening. She questions pretty much everything about her being a mom. Yeah. And it was super uncomfortable. And I will say, actually, Lisa took it better than I thought she would. I thought that she was going to blow her lid off. Like, understand where she is. And after that conversation that she had last night, where people were talking about how much she talks about Lenny, which was a good conversation I had with Lisa because she does talk about Lenny way too much. And maybe she'll go home to Jody and stop talking about Lenny as much as she does. No, she's going to go home this, and tell him this exact story. Yes, I know. And it, how can they be so insensitive to I, what I'm going through with Lenny? It was very clumsy. I'm happy that everybody kind of recognized how clumsy it was, but they didn't back down. No, That's the one thing. Like Once that opens the door, because there's nothing worse than starting an uncomfortable situation, starting an uncomfortable conversation with someone, and then having no backup, and they still want to accomplish it, and then we have the same conversation like three or four days later. Yep. Because that's usually what happens. So they did stand pat. Alexia joined in. Alexia yep. came to, if you want to say, came to Julia's defense, because they are still worried about Lisa. They want to make sure that she's okay. It was not a great conversation, but I do agree with you that Lisa did handle it pretty well. Aside from the fact that Larsa was just sitting back there with she her hands on her back, say beforehand. Just rubbing her back like it's going to be okay, Lisa. It's going to be okay. She didn't condemn them, which was good. I kind of thought that Larsa was just going to completely flip gonna go on team Lisa. and then go team Lisa the entire way and tell them that they're wrong. Mm. That is usually what Larsa does. She just didn't say anything, which is still annoying because you were leading the charge at Croquet. Yes, you were, and now you're silent. Weird. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But they get into the Jody of it, and hey, maybe instead of moving in with him, you need to get your own place and stand alone. Like all they're trying to Fair do, points. they are all everything they're saying to her is them trying to be friends, right? They're not. I did not. They are have, friends. That's the I biggest know. part, too, right? right? It's not meddling in someone else's business when you don't belong to be there. No, this is what everybody says they want in a friend until they actually do it. I want a friend that's going to tell me how it is. It's going to check me. That's going to look out for my best interest, even when it's difficult. Except when push comes to shove and they do it, and now they're being assholes. And if you listen to the tone of the conversation, nobody's coming in hot. Nobody's trying. I mean, Julia was clumsy in what she was saying, but the sentiment wasn't, you're a bad mom. It's, hey, are you focused on the right things right now? Because it doesn't seem like you are. And I think Alexia, honestly, was the biggest voice of reason at this whole thing and I was shocked when she said this because she was talking about her own experiences going through a tough divorce with Herman and Todd was helping out with the with some of the finances I think as far as the lawyers go because it was hundreds of thousands of dollars they lost I think she said that he didn't help out or did he ask if she needed help I think so yeah said initially now they lost and she lost that battle and wanted to go back to court Todd said is it better to be right and spend all this money and go through this whole process or just move on with your life? Yep. And she says that to Lisa and I was like, wow, that's actually really good. Is this helping me or, or sorry, is being right the right thing? And I literally just wrote down, wow, because that is deep. It's intelligent. It's right to the point. And yeah, it's 100% true. And you look at this whole thing playing out. And it came from Todd. And it came from fucking Todd. But if you look at this whole thing, if you lay it all out there, and let's talk about the kids in this, they will see all of this. As we've gotten proof from Jax, we know the kids are going to look it up. Mm -hmm. They know how to Google. Poppy is seven. She knows how to Google. Okay? They're going to look this shit up. They're going to see all of it. And where Lisa thinks she's vindicated because she's the victim here, no, man. That's still their dad. They're going to see you clapping back on Instagram. They're going to see you crying on TV about every single thing. They're going to see all of it. And even if you're wrong, this is going to affect them. So at the end of the day, is it worth being right by going to war on Instagram in the comment section, by dragging out all these lawsuits, by coming back and countersuing every fucking time? Is it really worth it? Or would it be better to swallow your pride, take what you're going to get, I'm not saying bend over backwards. I'm not saying don't get what's coming to you. Alexi, even she comments on it. You deserve all these things. You deserve to win. That's not the point here. The point is, can you still have a good life, a financially comfortable life, a happy life with Jody, with your children, without Lenny in the picture? Can we just move the fuck on and you have some peace? Or do you need to be the victor here? Yeah. What Do you think there is a place in which, because I don't at all, I think that this is 100% a selfish vendetta against Lenny. It has nothing to do with the kids. It has nothing to do with the with the money even. She was scorned by this man, and she wants to fucking ruin him. Yeah, and, and I think that is fair. 
if you're thinking about it just from a logical standpoint, but it is really tough. It's I mean, totally, let me, you're let me sit preface there. it and no, let you go. I, I fully agree that Lenny deserves to be torched. Right. Is it worth it? Right. Continue. Yeah, and it's and it's not. The, the short answer is it's not worth it because I get it. He completely wronged you. He blindsided you. He kicked you out of the house. He turned people against you. He's trying to turn your kids against, like, he's trying to get your kids 100% of the time. There's a lot going on there. And, yes, I understand that there are two things going on here. You do want to win, obviously, the custody battle. That is the main issue here. The other things, you just want to stick it to him because he wronged you. Yes. That's at the end of the day. But it's not worth it. And I think that's what Alexia was saying. If you were to, if Alexia were to go back and try to change the verdict from the first trial or try to, I guess, reappeal everything, you're going to lose yourself in all of it. You're going to lose who you are. You're going to lose so many years of your life. Put the money aside too. I mean, it sounds like Lenny's paying for a lot of it anyway. It's Lenny's lawyers, it sounds like. So there's a lot of things going on. You need to remove yourself from all of the Lenny things. Yes, you're still going to have to fight for custody of your kids. That's a whole separate issue. That's something that is worth fighting for. Yeah. You don't need to stick it to him anymore because you need to get him out of your mind. All these things that he's doing, all these page six articles, all these things that he's leaking, he's just trying to get to you and throw you off your game. And it's working because you won't shut the fuck up about Lenny all the time to your friends. They don't even hear anything about Jody because you're talking about Lenny the whole time. If you're so happy with Jody... You should be talking about how happy you are with Jody. Yes. Not talking about how he puts up with the fact that you talk about Lenny all the time. Right. That makes no sense. They're never going to be able to get to know Jody. You're never going to be able to get to know Jody. You're never going to move on with your life until you put this to rest. And it doesn't seem like she wants to. It seems like she wants to keep fighting. Hopefully this lands for her. I don't know if it does because we still hear a lot of things coming out of Miami about Lenny and Lisa. Today, yeah. Today, literally, like it, it's just tough to see. I'm happy that they got it off their chest, though. Because this trip has, it was Lisa's trip. Come to Fort Lauderdale with me or wherever the fuck they are. Palm, Palm Beach. Springs. Palm Springs? Palm, Palm Beach. Springs Palm is Springs in California. Yes. Opposite end. Come to Palm Springs. Or, God damn it, <laughs> Steel. Come to Palm Beach with me. I've Don't got this you whole trip. Don't use my it's your name. fault. What? I didn't like that I at said all. Steel. I know you did. I don't fucking. Don't you drop a hard steel in there like I have, have scorned you. What the fuck was that? It was your fault. You God said Palm Springs. God damn it, Steel. You don't it like just that? Felt personal. It was. I didn't appreciate it. Well, okay. Sometimes things feel how they're supposed to feel. <laughs> don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was Lisa's trip. They're there, two nights in a row. We need to correct your actions. We yep. need to correct your behavior because we are losing our friends. At the end of the day, this is all you talk about. We just want to have fun times with you. And we're shut the worried. fuck up about your ex-husband. Yeah, and we're concerned about how you're carrying yourself right now because it doesn't seem conducive to a healthy life, and it really doesn't. And look, it feels like a gangbang, all right? She feels like... I've like, never been in one. I don't want to be in one, but it feels like it. Ask Lenny how they are. Oh, I God. guarantee you he's been in a few gangbangs at your house. You were probably there. <laughs> you just didn't know. Uh, Dirtbag. But we got a quick check-in with Gertie and Russell, and, God, man, I feel so bad for her, and I know she beat it and she got through it, but, like... I can't stress it enough. She just seems like such a nice, genuine person. So does Russell. Their whole family. It's a beautiful family. To see her struggle with this, it's so hard to watch because I just, I genuinely feel for her in these scenes. For sure. It's like, man, I I can't imagine laying in bed thinking about the fact that the next day or even the next week, month, whatever, you have to go through these procedures. You're going to start your battle against cancer. Like, that's fucking scary. Daunting. And, and she, to be able to sit there on a television show and talk, talk about, about it. it is crazy. But 
all the props in the world for her for doing it. And I hope that these women on these shows understand how much it does for people I'm sure watching that can resonate. It's just simply seeing representation where you're like, wow, I went through that as well. And it's nice to hear somebody talk about it and be brave and do all these cool things on TV fighting it because you're going to help people. So I love, love, love these scenes, even with the housewives that I fucking hate when they do things like this as well, I still give them props for being open and honest because it's important. It Not really only that, is. but seeing a supportive husband. Oh, Russell's An the actual man, supportive husband who's in the picture, who wants to be there for you and is still on the TV show showing you all of his love. That's yeah. great too. Uh, Russell's the fucking Shout man. out good husband. Yeah. Shout out Russell. He, every time he's on screen, yep. like I would hang out with that guy. Oh, I would, yeah. I would watch you have a beer with Russell. You'd watch me have a beer with Russell. It would be Todd's beer because we'd yeah. be drinking Todd's Steal beer. Steal Todd's beer and you can have a beer with Russell and I'll watch. I'll just smell it once. Okay. <laughs> oh, like a cuck situation yeah. a different one. No, why? Stop it. <laughs> I'll be in the, uh, I'll be in the closet with my Superman shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I like to watch. <laughs> anyway, we get to, to dinner with Nicole and her dad, and rest in peace, Mr. Martin. But uh, this is a, it's a different scene watching it, knowing that he's passed away. I know. I will say it, it's nice to know that they reached a much better place before he passed. I know that their relationship was tumultuous for a long time. So it's good to know that before his passing, they had, they had reached a common ground, but in this scene, we get them talking, and you're supposed to, or Nicole was supposed to meet the girlfriend who is twenty, twenty something. Is that an exaggeration? I think that was an exaggeration. Yeah. My God, I know. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like again, we don't no king shaming, no age shaming. We we say the same thing when when the wives date some younger men. Hey, do you? It's not our place. Yeah. Not Mr. our Martin place must at be all. Packing, honestly. Yeah, he's got <laughs> R.I.P. Only speak kind words of him, but yeah, damn. only speak kind of the dead and that twelve inch hog he was sporting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress how much I mean that with all due respect. With all due respect. It's truly. We're not we are we're literally not making fun of any of this. Uh, but we find out that he is planning on having kids and uh I'm not gonna comment on that. More so the fact that she has like five siblings <laughs> she had no there idea. There were two about. that she didn't know about. There, I think there was three. Because when they started talking, they were bleeping the names, which is actually which is, nice. Which was fucking hilarious, Funny. too, because every other word was a name, but every other word in between was fuck. Yeah. It was great. It was just bleep, 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 Who the bleep. fuck is bleep? Who the bleep is bleep, and bleep, bleep, bleep. But they... <laughs> I, I genuinely think, as they were having this conversation, he thought that she didn't know about two... But he was naming names. I think there was three. And she's like, wait, who's that? Yeah. She's like, oh, there's seven and eight. Maybe there was, yeah. Seven and eight years old. Oh, so they're little. They're little, little. So as we've been bridging this gap between the two of us, as we've been getting closer, you didn't think. But it's funny. like, And this this just goes to show you the power of therapy. They were able to go through a therapy session together, get a little bit closer. Nicole continued to go to try to deal with her issues with her father. Mm Mm-hmm. She didn't lose her li- like she, she was so she calm. Was, she was so calm during all of this. Obviously, she wants to know the answers to this, but she was articulate. She was able to get through it. She didn't get so upset that she left. There are so many different things, and we've seen a bunch of dinners with her and her dad before, where she just gets up and leaves. She makes she a joke crying. about the fact that she's got- cracking up. She just accepted who her father finally is. Yeah, and that is so nice to see because he's all over the fucking place, man. Like this guy is wild. Was wild. 
And here we are, and Nicole's able to just grin and bear it and try to get through the conversation laughing. It was funny to see. She legitimately makes a joke about the fact that he got two women pregnant while married to yes. her mom and just moves on from it. We're not going to talk about that today, though. No. But the last scene is fucking insane, honestly. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I don't know if you had the same reaction, yeah. but she takes a FaceTime. Lisa takes a FaceTime at the ballet with her kids. Her daughter's doing a ballet lesson one-on-one. She takes a FaceTime about Lenny and legal issues from Adriana in the room and is talking about it mm-hmm. loudly. It's like, that's their dad, you dipshit. What are you At least doing? five to ten minutes before saying... At the very least, that's all we got on TV. I don't want to have this discussion in front of my kids, though. You... And then Adriana pulls up so we can go sit out in the car and talk about it. Like, what? You just went through ten minutes of bashing your ex-husband. In front of the in kids. In front of the kids. While they're doing ballet. The ballet, poor ballet instructor is just trying to go through and teach her position one and position two. And here pizza. we are talking about pizza and french fry. French fry to pizza. French fry to pizza. And here we are talking about Lenny. Once again, you learned nothing from that trip. Zero. Like, if anything, you might be worse. But that's my problem is they go out in the car and they're talking and she's venting to Adriana. And of course, here Adriana finds a window. She finds an opening. Ooh, I can be your friend. I can't believe how they were piling up on you, how they wouldn't leave you alone at dinner. They're questioning your motherhood, your parenting, blah, blah, blah. You don't give a fuck. You found an opportunity to find a friend, and that's what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And here's my problem. She's like, you'd think that they would come to me one-on-one. What do you want from them? Yeah, they were talking about you during the day because it's a very polarizing topic. You got a lot of shit going on, and an article came out that said you're spending ten grand on Instacart. You don't think the ladies are going to discuss it? They could have dragged it out for a couple of weeks and just been constantly talking shit. That's not what was happening. They were at the table concerned about their friend reached an agreement, hey, let's talk to her about it and help our friend. You want them to come to you one-on-one as a friend. They did that collectively as a group. They don't need to go single file and talk to you one-on-one. They were not talking shit. They were not trying to start rumors. They weren't talking behind your back. They came together as your friends, genuinely. And this was Adriana just, uh, look, this is her doing this in spite of everybody else. Because we know that they had that entire discussion at Croquet. Who was not there? Adriana. Who else wasn't there? Nicole. Who else wasn't there? Larsa. So, or no, Larsa was there. Larsa was there. They all hung out back there. Nicole had like the the lowdown with everybody. So we were all filled in. Adriana wasn't part of that discussion at all. She does not get to speak in front of everybody else because nobody really likes her. She's kind of annoying. She's just going to make it about herself anyway. She just doesn't speak. So, yes, you are correct. She finally saw her opportunity. I'm going to get in with Lisa right now. I'm going to be a yes man to Lisa. This is going to undo all of the discussion that we just had while we were over at Palm Springs. Beach. Beach Springs. While we were over talking to Gators, and we had this really nice breakdown. We finally got this all off our chest. We got some answers out of Lisa. We told her how we felt. You're going to sit there and undo all of that just because you want to be nice to somebody else? I can't. Explain how much I dislike Adriana. She's so fucking annoying. Just get her off the show. She's doing nothing but bad things. Yeah, this isn't fun. No. Not a fun moment. It's a, a desperate moment from somebody that just wants a friend, and she found her opening, and she's exploiting it. It's annoying. But where do you see... 
Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app. Keep this going before we jump into questions. Like, I need to know, because I don't think we're going to get a lot of Lenny answers, because as we know, it's still going on right now. Right. Like, where and I don't know how many more episodes we have. I think we're on like nine. We're getting close though because Salt Lake's done next week or I'm the shocked. week after. It's almost uh, sixteen weeks. Yeah, well, that's that should be normal, honestly. No, it is normal. I'm saying it's crazy that we've been talking about it for sixteen. Oh, weeks. I know. It still feels um, fresh, and that's the sign I, of a good fucking season. I don't think we get anywhere. I honestly, I do think that Adriana's move at the very end of this just kind of restarts Lisa. I think she's going to continue to talk about it. More stories, as we know, like stories are still coming out. More stories are going to come out before the end of the season. Lisa's going to continue to talk about Lenny. We're not going to get anything from Jody. We're not going to get any answers. I think it's just going to be more of the same. I th- look. The whole Larsa Gertie thing kind of got glossed over because, and that's a credit. I think that's to, because you know what, Gertie has a lot of shit going on right it. now. I don't need to have beef with Larsa right now, so Larsa does get out pretty much scot free. But that's a credit to Gertie for being cool and recognizing. I know. Like you just said I can't afford I'm just to have so extra pissed stress. off that she never Larsa never really had to face the fire on that one. But she, but that's the thing with people like Larsa. There's no getting through there anyway. There's no world in which she's like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's almost better because we don't want Gertie dealing with that shit going into surgery either. Right. So fucking drop it because Larsa is moot. She's nothing. She's null and void. No one gives a fuck because no one takes her seriously. True. Yeah, I, I don't think we get anything out of this, honestly. I think it's just going to end and then we're going to have a reunion. That is only a couple of parts, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Uh, they've been good with the two-parters. Beverly Hills will undoubtedly be a three-parter. But I think Miami, we have a good shot at only two of them boys. But uh, but let's get to the questions. And up first, from Christine Samathnerd. What? Christine Jesus. Damn it. From Kristen is a math nerd. Now that we saw, (laughs) (laughs) I hope you know how disappointed in myself I am when this happens to me. But now that we saw Nia Renee Hill, Bill Burr's wife, on Rabha, do you think Bravo will trade Anne Marie for Nia? Oh my God, please! Yeah, that would be fantastic swap. That would be great. It has nothing to do with Miami, but that would be great. No, it has nothing to do with Miami. But I'll save that. We already did that. Whatever. I'm just keep it. I went back to last week, so. Yeah. Oh, nice. I've got those. Again, not a Miami question, but you want to talk about an upgrade? I'm just assuming, because Bill Burr's funny, so I'm assuming that his wife is funny. Yeah, like, let her get her feet wet. Why not? Yeah. I, we need a good friend of. Better than Anne-Marie. That, way better than Anne-Marie. Up next from Sin Lu, are the ladies of Rom being mean to Lisa about Lenny? Or do they have valid points? They have valid points. They've been hearing this for God knows how long. It's been a year. Yeah. I don't know. They weren't honestly. even being mean in their approach. No, they weren't. They're trying to help a friend. She just is. She doesn't want to hear it. I think it. from Lisa's standpoint, it seems like they're being mean, as we can tell, because she has that conversation with Adriana afterwards, and now she's being stoked by Adriana to make it look like they're mean. 
from our perspective, no, I don't think they're being mean. I thought that they they had a conversation earlier that day about something relevant that just came out. They came together as a group and said, we need to talk to Lisa about this. That's, those are good friends. They talked about it right away. They didn't wait weeks like we said. They didn't drag it out. They didn't have a little bit here, a little bit there. They left it all out on the table. It's up to Lisa now to just take that how she's going to. Yep. Well said. But other than that, you got anything else? No, I'm good. Um I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas again. You know? yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, and don't forget, buy them ticks, bruh. Get buy them, them ticks to the live show, January 25th. The Green Room 42, New York City, Times Square. The bros will be in the Big Apple. It's not Room 40? Oh, fuck. No, it's Green Room 42. Don't do this to me. Are you fucking with me? Room 40's nuts. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I can't believe I... Well done. Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.